Oh, no, I'm like completely opposite of you. That is not true. Well, I'd like to think I am. I'd like to think I am. No, for the most part, we agree. Damn it. Hey everybody, welcome to Travel Nurse Insiders. I'm hey Mark Holloway, with, joined with, uh, by Andy Hubert here. Yep, that's me. That's you. Mm-hmm. Boy, we got an exciting one today. Woo! Woo-hoo! It's a little cerebral. Well, we're going to make it fun. We are. We're going to make it fun because it's not fun to talk about, but, it, but it's important as hell, in my opinion. It is, yep. So we're going to talk about 401ks mm-hmm. in travel nursing. Mm-hmm. Um, before we do... I, I, just, I know you do this every episode, but and I, here's the thing about me. I don't, I'm not, in social media, you do not look at crap after you put it out there. You don't look at the comments. You don't get your ego all full of, wow, everyone likes me. I'm, I'm terrific. Oh, my goodness. And you also don't get all worked up when someone you know, says something you don't agree with, right? That's just the rules. Equanimity. Yeah. <laughs> That's way too cerebral for me for right now. Um, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm let me look that up here. I'm looking up what that means. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, absolutely. I mean, that's the whole point. But that being said, mm-hmm. I am really excited about what's happening with Travel Nurse Insiders, the podcast, and with the group page. Yeah. They're both oh, going through the roof. Probably. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's important to, again, package this into a this – is, this is like Travel Nursing, your course in Travel Nursing 101. But it should be like 201 and 301 and 401 and 501. So by the time you – you, you get all this information and content. Yeah, you, you know what you're doing. You know what you're talking about. So um, I want to thank everybody for that. And I, I think I want to thank people for spreading the word because clearly this isn't just being done by, you know, us. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, I appreciate it, which tells me that whatever we're doing out here, sometimes I, I do these podcasts and we do them together. I'm like, ah, I don't know if that was any good. Yeah. But the intent is there, and I want to understand that we're doing our best to give good content that makes sense and really does whatever. So, yeah. all right, 401ks, first and foremost, I got to do some legal disclaimers. We are not financial analysts. We are not financial planners. I don't even think you manage your checkbook at home, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't have some, I married somebody that does that for me, right? Um, it's, uh, no, but really and truly, when we're, I'm not, we're not giving advice. This, this podcast is not to give financial advice. It is opinion only. Yep. And half the shit I'm about to say is probably going to be wrong anyway, so don't listen to it. But no, it, I, it's, it is not us giving any kind of financial advice. We're not trying to drive anybody to you know, make some kind of financial decision. Anything that we talk about, I would urge you to take it to an accountant, to a financial planner who's licensed to explain this stuff way better than we're about to. Okay? Yeah. So this is advice and opinion. No, it's not advice. It is not advice. It is opinion. It's really more related to 401ks and why... And if and should they be a part of travel nursing in general? Well, yeah. Um, well, first of all, what is what is a four hundred one k? So let's talk about that. So, bottom line is that a four hundred one k is a savings plan mm-hmm. that is intended for you to, as an employee, you can contribute by deferring part of your salary, tax free. Mm-hmm. It can gain interest, tax free, and yeah. you can keep it in there tax free, provided you don't pull it out before, I believe, yeah. 65 years of age. And it, beca- and it remains tax free. Yeah, you're not, you're 
not taxed on it until you cash it out. But I think that if you wait until you're at uh, 65 or older, I don't think you get taxed on it at that point huh. either. That Check that out. There's the perfect example of, of number one, how we're not 100% yeah. sure. I think that's the whole point. Why would you, what's the benefit then if you get taxed on it at that point? If you're, it's deferred, I think it's deferred to your certain retirement age and you actually don't get taxed on that, that income. So it's a wonderful place for you to put money, especially as a traveler who's hopefully making more money mm-hmm. um, into, you know, in for that purpose. Um, it's, uh, so it, you know, again, it's, it's not, you don't, you don't get interest on those, those capital gains, right? Right. Wow, this is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> But that, just for the handful of people out there that don't know what a 401k plan is, right. um, in, in travel nursing, it's an opportunity for you to take as much as you possibly can and put it into a, yet another tax-free so, income, well, area, right, exactly. Yeah. No, you don't see it. It doesn't show up in your check. You're, you're deferring that and taking that, that amount of money and putting it into... Pre-taxed. You know, yeah, yeah. Typically, a mutual fund. We'll yeah. talk about that in a second. Um, and then you're being taxed on the remainder. So it goes away. You don't get it. No. You're putting it into, uh, you know, into a 401k plan for it to hopefully earn more money for you. Now, why is that so um, appealing when you work for a company that might say match it? Well, you're going like five steps ahead of us. Well, I usually am. <laughs> hey, that's my line. Well... You know, it depends on your attention span for the day. Right. So, yeah, I am like a ferret on a double espresso some days. No, so, I mean, so it's oh it's God. attractive because hopefully, like I say, hopefully you're making a ton of money as a traveler or more than you normally would. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a bunch of financial stuff planned with, with actually bringing in some real financial people. And we couldn't yeah. do that today because there's quarantines Issues. going on. And, again, we're not trying to be timely, but we're not allowed to bring anybody to our office right now. So that's part of why we're doing this on our own. But no, it's attractive because there's a couple reasons. It also, you know, it's one of those things that if you don't see it, you don't spend it, right? Sure. So 401k plans are a wonderful way to put money away without you even missing it for the most part, right? Yeah. You'll be taxed on it anyway. So you're, it's almost like insurance where you're going you're gonna to see a lowered net income. But the taxes on that actually are going to make it so that you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to miss it that much. Right. Right, so you can put a percentage of your earnings. If you have crazy overtime, it's going to be percentage there. Right, and we'll talk sure. about how much you can do it. Um, and typically, the four hundred and one k plans go in, and you choose a, a mutual fund for it to to or or a combination of mutual funds. And what are, what are mutual funds? Again, I'm just trying to. How do we maybe we could maybe we could do this with helium voices or something? <laughs> Get a balloon. And it might make this more interesting. But uh, now, mutual funds are typically a a group of stocks. That have been specifically designed to um, buy a bunch of brokers in an office you never see. Sure, and there's there's but but for the most part they're quite conservative. They're they they should improve and you should make money over time. Yeah, so they're typically like broken up over you know if you got a smorgasbord of doing well you know tech stocks, oil stocks. Heat, right. healthcare, just various Combinations. things you're doing well. Yeah. And there are more aggressive mutual funds. So if you're older and you want to roll the dice and you want to say, I'm going to, I have less time to build this, I'm going to try to put some things in that sure. might grow. Well, the idea being that if you're in different groups, you know, on any given day or month, some certain stocks may be down while others are doing well. And so in the end, it somewhat balances us out. That's the, yeah, that's the idea of the mutual fund. Right. And yeah. if you're, if you, and there are some real conservative ones that are almost guaranteed, you won't make as right. much, but they should almost be guaranteed, quote unquote, if there is sure. such a thing in our world. 
to improve over, over a long period of time. So if you're young and a traveler and you're putting stuff in, you, it's, there will no be brainer. people who would advise you to put it into a low, uh, uh, you know, more of a conservative plan mm -hmm. so that you're almost guaranteed. And I mean, and you really will. I mean, mm -hmm. even if you don't have matching and those sorts of things we're talking about down the road here, it still is a great place for you to basically put money aside tax-free, have it grow, and then be able to pull it out and when you need it at the end of the day and be and be done with it, right? So it's it's a great savings plan, so to speak, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So first and foremost, there are many companies, and I think I shouldn't say most, I don't really know, but I, a lot of companies that offer a 401k plan for their travelers. Uh -huh. I would pick one that does. Uh, I have mixed emotions about this. Oh, you're quoting like the Rolling Stones now? You have mixed emotions? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's your mixed emotions? Well, much like health insurance, I feel like it's a really good way to get your hooks in a traveler because they know they don't necessarily, they'll put up with more because they don't want to go through the headache of transferring a 401k or finding new health insurance. It's pretty easy to do the first one, I think. <laughs> Not really. Well. It's. So you, you can't deny that, that it is one good way to keep a traveler in your back pocket. Oh, because no, that's it. It, just, it, it, it is. is. It absolutely is. It is a it is a hook and a mechanism for retention. Right. So I guess I I always summed. I I more than not fall on the side of just because there are plenty of other ways to save good you know retirement money without being reliant on a company. Sure. Where you deny yourself is the benefit of the matching. Okay. But I would disagree with you, and I'm in the thought school that if you had, you know, five companies, all equal, right, paying the same, you know, whatever, you, whatever you consider your valuables of value, mm -hmm. and one or two have a 401k plan, those don't, I, I would, for me, I would choose the company that had that because that would be important to me to diversify and almost force you to, you know, again, it's, it's tax-free, right? So sure. off the get-go, you know, you're making some money. So I believe, and again, this is where we, this is why it's wonderful to, we differ sometimes. <sighs> All the time, every time, not pretty much really. everything. That is so not no, true. No, I'm like completely opposite of you. That is not true. Well, I'd like to think I am. I'd like to think I am. No, for the most part, we agree. <laughs> Damn it! And then when we disagree, we just really are on polar opposites. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, right? Because I'm the smart one. <laughs> on some things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. How much can you contribute? So here's here's the bottom line. Say For, that slower. How problem. much can you contribute? Oh, right. Sorry, it was the Yankee and me coming out. Um, well, first of all, right now in 2020, the most that you can contribute, what up $500, you can contribute 19500 annually. So you can do a percentage up until a certain point where you hit that max, and you're done. And that doesn't include employer matching. No, right? that is yeah. your own personal matching. Um, but you can, you know, usually you can, I can want 1%. Usually it's done on a percentile basis. I want 5%, 10%. Um, so you can decide, again, if you're on a high-paying assignment, you're going to get more taken out, which is good. You're on a low-paying assignment, you get less taken out if you kind of keep that same percentage going. But, again, my advice would be contribute as much as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. I, I would try to pull 19500 if you can afford to do that into a, into a 401k savings plan. Sure. And we're going to keep teaching you on these episodes how to make that kind of money properly on every different assignment so you actually won't miss it. So you're gonna make more money because you're gonna choose the right assignments, you're gonna choose the right companies that pay you a lot of that kind of money and pay it well and properly and ethically and all that kind of fun stuff. And you throw it right into a retirement plan, right? Yeah. So 
It is basically they use a percentage, and you but you don't have to if you are if you are maybe you're trying to pay off student loans too. So maybe you don't put a lot into your four hundred one k at first, pay off your student loans, then you have more money to throw at that. I mean, especially if you're young, you have lots of options. I will tell you from personal note, I have a few friends of mine that um, swear by their four hundred one k that they had it not been for that. Sure. They now have a retirement because they've been doing it like their whole life. Right. And again, take it for what it's worth. Mm -hmm. If you're a young traveler out there, get in that habit now. Is my you know, my personal opinion. It can mm -hmm. be it can be good. Yeah. All right. So company matching. Um, obviously, companies can incentivize somebody to again. This is a your to your point. It's a retention tool, possibly. Well, you, she's yawning over there, people. <laughs> you're literally yawning. Is it? Is, you're doing the podcast, and you're that bored. <laughs> no, I'm not. Holy bored. shit! It's Friday. I'm, I don't know. Wow. You already mentioned quarantine, so I can say Friday. Wow. I'm tired. Man. All right. So companies can match, right? They can match a percentage, three yeah. percent, five percent, ten percent. This is an important variable. Now, I don't know of a lot of travel companies that do matching. There are a few out there. Mm -hmm. And you're absolutely right. It is a retention tool. Um, sometimes I've seen it with some of the bigger companies, and yeah. they're not paying very well, so that kind of offsets their their matching, but. Here's my thought. If a company's matching 3%, mm -hmm. at least put 3% in. It's okay. free money. Yeah. Right? Yep. Putting 5%. Do your best to put 5% in. You're going to get that matched. Sure. It's free money, and it's tax-free. Give me a compelling reason why you wouldn't go to the max of what a company is matching. I can, you, know, just, you just flat out just need to pay your bills, and you're not making as much money that you need to. And we're going to teach you in Travel Nurse Insiders how to do that. So... I have a question you probably can't answer, though. Oh, good. Thanks for doing it live on a podcast. Go ahead and hit me with it. So if I'm doing company matching and I take my 401k out early, am I paying the company's 3% tax, too? No. If you're, vest, if you're, if you're vested. And okay. we'll talk about that in a second. If it's matched, it's matched, and you can leave that company, provided that the vestiture period, which, again, we're going ahead of ourselves, has already hit. Once you're vested... That is your money. They can't take it back, and you don't pay. You don't pay their money. I don't mean the company. I mean the IRS. So say the question again, then. Who's paying the company's taxes on their portion once I take my four hundred one k out? Me. If you take it out, if you take it, if you take it out before you're sixty five, yeah, okay. then you then yeah, you're going to pay capital sense. gains taxes on that. Right. Again, I'm not a you know securities and exchange kind of guy, or nah. a financial advisor, but or that's the deal. Estate. <laughs> That's a good school. Very I know. I highly, know. highly accredited. I only say that because you're the one who says that. All I make time. fun of. My, I make fun of my education because I had too much fun down there. So, but it is. Good <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, what is vestiture? So, vestiture is, in fact, a company can say, "I'm going to contribute three percent." However, we have a two-year vestiture period, which means you have to be gainfully employed by that company for two years before that that. 3% kicks in. Now it's usually retro, so it will kick in for the entire time, but that's what vestiture means. So there are companies out there that have vestiture, instant vestiture for their internal staff, people like you and me, mm -hmm. but they have travel nurses aren't vested until two or three years, which means that most of them don't qualify for that company match, which isn't right or wrong. I think most travelers understand that they, there are a lot of companies out there that don't do that match for their travelers, and that's how they get away with not doing that match. Mm -hmm. But travelers still appreciate the fact that they can still put tax-free dollars in whether they're getting sure. free money or not. So yeah. it, it still is a benefit. If there's companies out there that are doing instant vestiture, you know that that's that is that's good. A plus. Yeah. It is a plus, and mm -hmm. it goes into your 
your, your flowchart, your schematic of companies to choose, and I would absolutely say that is a plus mm -hmm. if they have instant vestiture. It's, it's valuable. So you have to place value on that, regardless yeah. of whether or not it's, you know, it's important to you. That's, that is a, that's a plus, right? Yeah. So that's what vestiture means. So a company, let me rephrase that. A company can say, I'm going to have a five-year vestiture period, which means that we're going to contribute 5%. But a traveler would have to be working for that company for five straight years in order for that 5% to kick in. And it kicks in all the way for the whole five years. So they retro it? They do. Okay. And they do the same thing. So they get away with it legally, but they, they do the same thing for internal employees, which they expect an internal employee. So you're putting money in as an internal employee, as a recruiter or as a credentialist, and you get that after five years, which is more likely than a traveler staying with a company for five right. years. So yeah. that's kind of how it works. Think about how many assignments that is for a travel interview with some, yeah, five years. Yeah, it's, That's it's, a lot. Arith it's arithmetic. <laughs> how do you spell that? <laughs> 20 or arithmetic? Arithmetic. I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> arithmetic. I can't do arithmetic or spell it. Right. All right, so we're doing our best to keep this one exciting, but it's, it's, a, it's a tougher topic, but it's, it's an important one. And I just would say that it, this is just one of those benefits. And this is one of those things that, in my humble opinion, it's, it's, that makes sense in so many fronts. It's an automatic savings plan. It's tax-free. So it, it's, it's not like you're taking you know, $30 a week and, and putting there. You're only probably losing $21, $22 a week because you're going to get taxed on it anyway. So that makes sense. Best, I'm sorry, company matching makes sense. It, it's a savings plan that forces you to save because, you know, sometimes, let's be honest, I, there's a lot of travel nurses out there that do live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, they do. Which is wild. It is. And it's a great way to have, to be able to continue to do that habit if you have that bad habit, but still be able to know that you're putting money. money away. I mean, how many times have we had travelers say, I want to put $100 a week in this account, and you know why they're doing it, and I want the rest to go here. They're doing sure. it to force themselves to save, which is still really smart. Yeah. Really smart, right? Just but no interest rate on that savings account. No, there's, well, maybe. There could be a little. A little, wee, wee, wee <laughs> yeah, little. Right, right. <laughs> so it's a diversification, in my opinion, of anybody's portfolio. Yeah. You know, you got to start thinking about retirement and how you want to retire. Many travelers out there, I hope a lot of them, are traveling so that they can retire earlier. Sure. Or at a higher level of standard of living because they, they have more money in the bank. This is a big piece of it, or a, a, at least it's a slice of this pie, right? Right. Having this kind of an option. So, you know, you can lose money in in, in uh, Well, yeah, in you do have funds. to write out 401ks. Yeah. you know, like right now, they've taken a tank. It is not a fast investment. No. Right? It is a, this long is a, it's road. a long-term thing, right? So hopefully, I mean, if you're 60 and you're, you're never, you know, you want to be done at 65, Starting a 401k is probably not the you know the best the best solution, but you no. know, but do it anyway because it's still you know free tax free money, right? Yeah, but then so. you get nervous between 60 and 65. <laughs> well, and we're gonna do a podcast down the road that talks a lot about this. But the bottom line is that I believe heavily if you're gonna travel and you're gonna not every traveler is 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 traveling for money. No. But we're gonna teach you guys that if you are traveling, why not make as much as you can on any given assignment based upon sure. those other variables that made you choose that assignment. So. Having money to make, to making more money, yeah. but also saving more money is an important part of being a traveler. It is. You're and, right. and really and truly, research these companies, take some time, talk to some financial advisors and people that actually are licensed to give this kind of advice. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? Talk yeah. to your accountant. And, and I'm going to tell you guys right off the bat, please don't use an accountant that you, that you walk in. You know, get, a, get a CPA. You're a traveler. Do that. Talk to him or her and ask them you know, about your 401k plan and your options. This is important stuff, and I think it's, it's, a, it's a really good topic for people to remember. Yeah. Add it to your list of variables when choosing a company. Okay. Woo, we got through that one. That is so exciting. You want to tell like a dirty joke or something? <laughs> no. God, her eyes just lit up. Like, yeah, can I please? Thank you guys. Really appreciate that. We did the best we could to make a 401k as interesting as possible. Something to think about. Absolutely. Take care, guys. Bye. The company in which you're working for that offers a 401k plan has typically designed a portfolio or a company that handles their 401k. Mm -hmm. And you usually have some options. Why are you looking at me? Is this just boring as shit? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do my best. This is pretty freaking boring, I guess. What's the look I have? Like, this is freaking boring. <laughs> I'm bored. And I'm, in the, I'm, I'm actually doing the episode and I'm bored is what that look is. Hey everyone. Everybody. Mark's a I'm just kidding. <laughs> the hell? You're blonde like me sometimes. Oh. <laughs> How are you doing today? Well, after that insult, um, I don't know. That wasn't an insult. We just started an episode an and he didn't hit record. Sometimes the teacher makes mistakes. Yeah. But I caught it. You did. So we have to now do the whole thing all over again. I'm try to remember how cl- It was wonderful. It was the best I'm thing we'd ever you done. guys, this is a lot of work. It isn't easy. <laughs> it's not. It isn't easy stuff. And to do this on the side is becoming a challenge for sure. <laughs> it is. You know, to say the least. Yeah, so he's really not a doofus. Did I call you a doofus? Dimwit. Dimwit. I'm like, well, yeah. what is that? He's not really. He just is. <laughs> I look, I look down, and I'm like, there's no counting. It's not happening. We were at like, I don't know how long we were into it. I don't but we hadn't really gotten started, but we'd had no. a lot of really good interactions. We did. So it doesn't matter. Better, no, everyone doesn't know what we're talking about. insulting you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> first of all, I want to thank everyone for watching, yep. for listening. Um, I want to, again, direct people to the YouTube yep. channel, which is what you're probably watching this on. Like, subscribe, hit the bell. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously the Facebook group, yep. Travel Insiders. Uh, so look at, look for this on Instagram. I'm sorry, Instagram, yeah, Instagram Travel Insiders. But also what I meant to say was YouTube, Travel Insiders, um, Facebook. Facebook group, Travel Insiders. Keep interacting in there. Yesterday then look, we had a great post that made us yeah, really did. feel good. And we have, and of course the, the podcast, um, Travel yeah. Insiders, which is really the backbone of everything. You yeah. Know, uh, of the, whole, the whole kit and caboodle. Um, of what this 
what it's this where kind we of, started. Well, well it's well, where we started. Yeah. Kind of not. If you go back to when, if you know, and again, I'll use the same word I used before, which no one heard, harken back to. <laughs> harken, yeah. Harken back to the days of from? yesteryear. I don't know. <laughs> that was good, dude. <laughs> it sounded like I was like starting up at a Disney ride, right? It sounded like fireside chats with. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, if you go back to when we really yeah. started talking about doing this, it was kind of, we, we thought to ourselves, we should do this. Um, well, we have just, we had the perfect opportunity. Yeah, and recipe for it. Well, you, I've always been a little bit of a of a. You're the you're the disruptor. master. I'm the Jedi. No, what I was going to say was that I've always had a reputation of being a little bit of disruptor in the industry yeah. because I tell things like they are. I tell things how I feel, right. regardless right. of whether or not it paints me in a good light or a bad light or paints our company. But I'd or like it costs to. Money. Right. I just like to tell the truth about the industry, both good and bad. And yep. unfortunately, I, I think there's a lot of bad to talk about. I talk about the bad because no one else will. Right. And I don't think anyone's going to in the future. No. We, we talk frequently about, I say, and I want people to really hear this, and, and this is one of those things. Who else is doing anything like this? Mm-hmm. If this is so successful, and it is, why don't you think that other CEOs of companies aren't jumping in and doing something similar and right. talking and, and talking about the problems and issues because they're making a freaking fortune and they don't want to because they don't want anything to get better or change no. and I do. Let's not rock the boat. No, let's not let's not rock my retirement or my second <laughs> home or my vice president's second home or my director of operations <laughs> second home or all the things that are being taken out of travelers who by the yeah. way are going out and doing all the work. It's the yeah. most ridiculous industry in the world. It is. It really is. If you really break it down to its fundamental core, right. what we do is kind of freaking ridiculous. We, 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 we sit there and we get, and I'm off script already, but we get, okay. we get jobs. All of us have the same ones. Yep. Got that asked again today. Yep. For the most part, and I'm saying overwhelmingly most part, we all have the same jobs. So yep. what agencies do is they're out there trying to get and convince and sell. I use the word sell. I use it in a negative connotation to sell a traveler to take that job through them yeah. because of X, Y, Z, whatever that X, Y, Z is. Right. And to not take it through the other 200 companies that have the exact same job. Right. And you're trying to justify your, your pay rate to that traveler and highlight all the great things that supposedly you do and low light the bad things and which sometimes is pay. Sometimes it's, you know, just anything. That's what this gig is. That's what we do. Yep. And the other thing is that I've said it before, I think it's on a future one, is that we, we are a payroll holding for hospitals. We yeah. pay the traveler up front, which allows them to bill insurance and Medicare and all that kind of different stuff, which is a great cash flow helper for the facilities. Yep. It's the one benefit we have. Of course, we're, we're more expensive than a permit staff typically, but that's what we do. It is. So I'm going to bring it back around to Thanks. Martini's. That's what we were talking about with Martinez. No, so it's just the growth of the podcast is crazy, and it yeah. is relative to the amount of travelers that really are out there. Which, it's a huge percentage of people already within. Mm-hmm. I mean, I keep saying six months on the on different things I post, yep. but we're at I guess nine months now. Yeah, it's it's really crazy, and we hit a milestone. Today I never and thought, and I, I won't I won't say what percentage it is, but. Yeah, I'm. I'm guessing we're all kind of roughly guess how many travelers there are, both allied and nursing, yeah. out there. But if you look at that kind of figure, which does ebb and flow, mm-hmm. and you look at how many people have subscribed to the, our podcast, it's crazy. It's, it's way higher than I thought it would be in nine. I mean, <laughs> it's. I didn't think we'd ever get there in ten years. I'm not no. kidding. And I thought, man, if we had that many subscribers in ten years, yeah, that must have been a pretty effective tutorial of travel, right? 
And we've done it in, in nine months, really. And I'm like, wow, we've exceeded by far. So the yeah. YouTube channel, I think, is just, you know, do you actually feel like watching us do the same thing? But there's a lot <laughs> more involved, right? Yeah, it's So, does. and I, I asked you today, I said, we should consider replacing the audio on the podcast, early episodes with some of the audio here. And I'm, I'm just going to go back and listen to them mm-hmm. and see which one I like better. This version, the YouTube version, and if you're hearing this now in a podcast, that means I did replace it. <laughs> Is a we wanted to slow it down and have a more lengthy conversation, get a little bit more in depth because yeah. I've listened to every podcast once, mm-hmm. and I'm always like, oh, I wish I would have said that, or we didn't even go, we didn't even go yeah. here, we didn't right. go there. Right. We're putting a little bit more research, a little bit more thought. We're trying to do these slower and go into depth a little bit more on these topics, yeah. whether it's being a foodie or a 401k, which is what we're going to talk about today, or 401ks. And I so, know nothing about this. Well. I know a little, but I'm certainly again. That's that's I mean, a, that's some, a, that's a great I, I segue. I don't know enough to really speak intelligently. It's a super about segue it, so. because the first thing I wrote down was this is an opinion piece. Yeah. All of our stuff is opinion piece. Well, and it's on the list because I have a specific opinion about 401 You do that we will get to. Yeah, it's, as it relates to traveling. Correct. Um, we, it, it, that's what this is. It's an opinion. All of the things that we do are opinion, and yeah. you can and and really my opinion, your opinion, is meant to open up discussion. That's why I do it. And again, I, some people, I, I hope people completely disagree with some of the things I say. I hope people absolutely agree with some of the things I say. I yeah. kind of, frankly, hope they agree with more than I say than they disagree. But, then but that, debate is always a good thing. Well, if you're going to have one of these things, you've got to say things controversial, which means I'm going to be wrong sometimes. Yep. I'm going to, like, you know, I have been with, you know, some of the things we've talked about. And again, we're, <laughs> we're going future. sometimes. <laughs> right, or I don't start the, the machine. Yeah. But it's, it is meant to create some discussion. And I yeah. believe, and, and it's meant to share. Right. So if somebody on a group is asking a question, you can say, hey, listen to this episode. I've done that a lot. I've thrown a copy or link to an episode, and that's a perfect answer or at least a discussion piece for a, a questions that I see repeatedly yeah. on Facebook and other social media. So mm-hmm. um, that's what this is. This is an opinion piece. We are not financial planners. We are not financial advisors. We do not have a license to give financial uh, advice. Anyone. I don't think we are even have relatives who are. <laughs> I don't know. I might, but I, yeah, I do. I have I have financial in law, uh-huh. in law, former in laws, I guess. So you say so. Yeah, oh, I do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, so that's what that's what this today's about. We're going to talk yes. about four hundred one k's because it's a it's a part of the quote unquote package that many companies offer travelers. Well, I do think one distinction that we maybe should have made in the podcast was that. A 401k is something that you get through an employer, and then there are other saving options that are not through an employer that you oh, can yeah. go out and get yourself. Well, remember, we have an episode that we have recorded on the podcast that we're going to do here that uh-huh. is about investing and saving your, your travel dollars, your right. extra travel dollars. And I yeah. even you joke around about extra. Right. Some people say, I don't have any freaking extra. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's, that's, that's an episode we're going to do. So we will talk about that then. Yeah. So let's first talk about, you know, what some people, there's a few people out there that probably say, I don't even know what a 401k is. Right. So we can tell you kind of here. I mean, basically a 401k is a savings plan. It's a way for you to basically take a percentage of your earned weekly income and defer it. Defer it, yeah, Mm -hmm. pre-tax, but defer that income into a tax-free area. We'll just start with that and I'll go into it. Move it into a tax-free account, so Mm -hmm. to speak. I'm just trying to really dummy it down here because I mean, there's some people who just don't know, right? And they're sure. too embarrassed to ask. Yeah. And it do, you do not get taxed on that. So if you take, let's just say $10, mm-hmm. that's $10 of your gross earned income that goes into a, a, a fund yep. 
it comes out, you don't see it in your paycheck, and it is not taxed, and, and it starts to generate revenue, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Right. So it's a deferment mm-hmm. of your your income. Right. And it goes into what is basically a savings plan. And it right. does go in there without you having to pay taxes on it. So it's like it's like insurance. When you pay for insurance, you don't get taxed. That, that comes out, and then the rest of your income is taxed. The amount of money that you pay for your insurance if you contribute to an insurance plan is not taxed. Same thing applies here. Mm-hmm. So that comes out, and you're taxed on the remainder. So if it's 100 bucks, if it's you know $8, or if it's mm-hmm. you know 75 36 it comes out and then you're not taxed. So that's what, that's what it is. And then it basically goes into a mutual fund, which you can choose. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about the mutual fund and that stuff in a second. But the bottom line, the advantage of a 401k for a lot of people, it's kind of like a forced savings. Sure. Right? And it's almost kind of like, you know, it, it's, you don't miss. Don't what, your Oh, sorry. That's probably loud. You don't miss <laughs> what you don't see. Right? Yeah. That's, no, exactly. You don't. You don't miss what you don't see. And you don't get used to what you don't see. Right. So you don't spend, I mean, listen, Americans, well, I shouldn't say that, I guess. We do. It's a bad habit. People in general. Well, we have a, we have a great society that has a lot of, a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We live above our means. A lot of temptations, a lot of Mm -hmm. things, you know, a lot of immediate gratifications. So I I guess I'm not being whatever. Americans do have a tendency, I think, to, to overspend or to live paycheck to paycheck, yep. you know, and all of a sudden you're like, well, I'm, I'm a certain age. I don't have anything left right. or anything set, set aside. So right. a 401k plan is a kind of a forced way of saying, I'm going to take whatever percentage it is I'm allowed to take and I'm going to move it over here and I don't see it. And it's not going to get taxed. So it doesn't affect your weekly net income as much as you think because mm-hmm. it's coming out before taxes. So it's a minimal difference that you don't even notice, don't see, and you get used to it and it starts to build. Mm-hmm. Right. So yep. that's kind of, that's kind of one of the advantages of it. Um, it's not, you don't get taxed on the whole, the whole deal. So it goes into, let's talk about, it goes into typically a mutual fund. Now, this yeah. is where the company which you're working for that offers a 401k plan has typically designed a portfolio or a company that handles their 401k. Mm-hmm. And you usually have some options. Why are you looking at me? Is this just boring as shit? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do my best. This is pretty freaking boring, I guess. What's the look I have? Like, this is freaking boring. <laughs> I'm bored, and I'm in the. I'm I'm actually doing the episode, and I'm bored. Is what that look is. I'm here, and I don't even. You're just like like Snoopy's teacher or Charlie Brown's teacher. No, wah, 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 I, wah, no, wah. it's. I'm more. I'm more worried about a phone call I don't want to miss today. That's what. Oh, my so you want me to hurry up and get to the point, but even though we've only been doing this for 17 minutes. No. <sighs> you know, folks, you try to come up with some good content, and she's. We just had this great thing about how great we were doing, and she's trying to kill the content. All right, so it goes into a mutual fund. It does. And you usually have some choices. I mean, again, a lot of these are pretty slick. A lot of them are done online. Your mutual funds are kind of broken up. Tech. You, know, well, you can put some of your money in tech, some of your money in medical, some of your money in pharmacy, whatever. Right? That's what they do. Yeah, but you also can sit there and before that, you can even say, I'm, I want to be aggressive. I, can, yeah. I want to be more conservative. It allows to do that. Some of them will walk you through an, a wizard almost, if you will. Right. If you guys know what a wizard is, that says, how old are you? How much yeah. money do you have set aside? And here's what we even recommend as far as your aggressiveness and what you should do. Because right. it's still risky. Yeah. Typically, a mutual fund is a whole bunch of stocks that have been lumped together that have steady growth. Mm-hmm. There are more aggressive mutual funds that tend yeah. to grow quicker, but you can also lose more money, right? Yeah. So that's all part of the mix. And the nice part about a 401k is that you're not investing into a stock or two. It's a bunch of them. And they're usually, you know, kind of, you know, blue chip stuff Average. where it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not... It's designed that they will grow. You know, it's steady yeah. 
boring like this podcast, apparently. <laughs> you more and more though, you know, I'm seeing people. You know, I follow a couple of financial guys mm-hmm. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And more and more of them are encouraging people to get out of their 401k. Well, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, and there's reasons why. Mm-hmm. So we're going to we're going to hit that. So a little teaser of to some something maybe controversial because it it's so boring yeah apparently apparently um <laughs> so that's how it really works now the thing i want to bring it to with a traveler bring it let's let's bring it down full circle is that a lot of companies offer a 401k and some don't they do and i think for many people it should be a potential deciding factor on this salesmanship of which company to go for right that's where i disagree i know but I'm, what i'm saying is that let me get my point out before that's you disagree fine. with it i don't it is an op. If you are looking to invest in a 401k plan, and if we're all the same jobs, we're all doing the same thing, this could be one of those two things that maybe we are all doing the same thing. One company offers a 401k plan with potential matching, which we'll talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. One company doesn't. That's If that's what you are interested in, that should be a feather in that company's cap. Sure. And maybe a potential deciding factor to, to go work for company A as opposed to company B. I'm going to say that. Um, because and I'm going to disagree. Okay, tell me why you disagree. I disagree because of what I said at the beginning. I don't think that a 401k should be a deciding factor in a company you choose because there are other options. You can go and do your own own savings account, savings account, which is very similar to a, a 401k, and not be tied to a particular company. Um, because all of the points that you just made prior, you, you, you're not, you know, money's coming out that you don't see, that you don't notice, you're building up this 401k and you're staying with this company because, you know, you're thinking, well, if I leave, then I have to transfer a 401k mm-hmm. in the podcast. You know, we went around about how, is that hard? Is that not? You know, we're creatures of habit and, you know, you, you may be losing out on opportunity to make more money with a different company could be because it might not be true if you get stuck into that kind of habit thinking you know because they offer a 401k and i'm going to go with them because okay. i can say it's just i see it as a retention tool and it doesn't have to be so but i'm going to use your own thing against you and i'm okay. going to say that yes you can do all that but do people and that's the thing i'll say is some people is just don't take the time effort and the energy oh. The, yeah. the biggest part of a 401k, in my opinion, is mm-hmm. the ease in which and, the, and yes. the convenience of doing it. Because what you just described sounds great, but there's a bunch of people out there that won't do that. But they yeah. will say... It's just as easy. You, it goes, I mean, you don't see the money. You but they see. won't do that. That's right. why people. That's why 401ks are so popular. Sure. Because it's done for you. You click literally a button. Well, it's because it's done at your company as right. opposed to going and getting a financial advisor right. and all that. Right. You click an option when you get payroll. So, I'm, yeah. I mean, I get what you said. I don't disagree with anything. But I'm telling you, if there are people that, for that reason... Everything you just said is like, yeah, but I'm not going to do that. I know that's I will fine. do this. Then, and that's right? fine. But and that's I, what this that's episode's about. It's not about other investment. It's about no, I 401k. I know. That's why I, I'm yeah. saying I, now, as far, I wouldn't use it as a choice of a company. That's all. That's great. My, but that's my opinion. As far as retention tool, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. But I will also, like I said on the, on the podcast version of this, is that I do think it's not as difficult to transfer. You can leave it in a 401k and you can have someone else jump in or move it from that 401k to a new plan. It's, it's an option because a lot sure. of people change jobs now. Not as much as a traveler, so it is right. a thing you have to do every time you switch companies, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But I've, I have yet to hear someone say, I'm only staying with my company. Of all the things I read on social media, I've never heard someone say, I'm staying with my company because never. I've got a 401k plan I, with them. You're, I agree. I've not even heard them saying I'm staying with because of insurance anymore. Less and less. Right. Yep. So, I mean, I guess we just had our little 
difference there, but we have more. I'm sure there's more coming uh, for sure. We disagree sometimes. But it, it is a it's a it's a to me it's it's it should be a potential option uh, to consider right it's sure. it's part of that you know the Ben Franklin we put down all the pros and cons to a company mm-hmm. this if this is important to you sure could be a pro if it's not important to you it's it's going to be a moot point it doesn't matter for you at all I just want to and I'll be quiet I just want people to know that they have other options <laughs> and don't be one of those people that won't do it. Yeah, well, again, different episode, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, none, nothing you said is wrong. I know. I just think that there a lot of a lot of folks don't like to typically, especially travelers. It's hard to take the time to do all the things you said. So that's mm-hmm. why that's why we have an whole entire episode based upon how to invest that kind of money. So, the the bottom line, the rule is right now with a four hundred one k, you can contribute this year nineteen thousand five hundred dollars to a four hundred one k. You can. Mm-hmm. So. For some people, their philosophy should be and might be, I'm going to contribute as much of that as I possibly can, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about whether or not that's an accurate statement. But there are a lot of people that will that will max that out, and they'll right. figure it out. Now, one thing I want to point out as a traveler, what's nice, is that every assignment you take, you can dis- contribute a different percentage sure. of your income to get to that level if that's, in fact, what you want to be. Mm-hmm. If there's a super high-paying assignment, you can contribute more. If you're at an assignment where you went because of, of seasonality and you're down, let's say, in Florida... Mm-hmm. In the middle of you know making February, and you're making not that much money mm-hmm. that time, but you were you know then you say maybe I'm not going to contribute at all. I mean, right. so so but the idea is that you can currently contribute up to almost twenty thousand dollars tax free of your income a year. Yep. There's an advantage to that for some people. Sure. Right. Yep. No, that's it. I thought you were going to pause. No, I'm not going to pause. <laughs> I was just being polite. <laughs> no, no, you're looking at me like whatever. All right, so. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of money. Think about that. 20 it is. Grand over 20, five years 20 grand, is, right? For um, travelers that make 100000 a year, and you should be, yeah. at least, um, that's 20% of your income that you're not mm-hmm. paying taxes on, which you know could be 5000 6000 Who knows how much that could be? It could yep. be close to $10,000 if you're making crazy money and you've mm-hmm. got an accountant that's super conservative and doesn't take If whatever. you've got an accountant, you don't need a 401k from a company. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, it's true. That's not true. That's not an accurate statement. Your accountant will hook you up with someone who will help you. I know a lot of people that have accountants that have 401k plans. Just Good saying. Lord, she's stuck on this thing. I don't know where the, we, 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 we talked about this episode. We've heard now and she's like, boom. Like we shouldn't even be doing the episode, I guess. That's um, not true. I just right. want people to know they have options. Well, then they do. They do. Okay, vestiture. Let's talk about vestiture. And that's when a company is matching your... Yeah, so what is vestiture? Vestiture yes. is, is okay, so a company, we, we, I guess we, we moved on to, we skipped something. Let's talk about company matching yeah. <laughs> before yeah. we talk about vestiture. Sorry, right. I was moving ahead. You said something about vestiture and I started moving into that. Right. Company matching. So I don't know of a lot of companies. I, I you know, again, been doing this for a long time. Yes, got that in there again. I always get that in there. <laughs> I guess it's important people yeah, know. You're supposed to go a long no, when you do that, that's the most irritating thing in the world. So company matching is when a company decides they're going to contribute a percentage and match your contribution. Which is a benefit of a 401k. It is. Yep. And it's one that you don't get other ways. Right? Yep. So, but here's the thing I'll say. I don't know of a lot of travel companies that do matching. Really? Most don't. Most of them, it's just a savings plan, which, by the way, is an option. You can just, it's yeah. your contribution, which is why. But if you think about it, 
and, and we'll ask the audience. I'm There's a few out there, that. but there are not a lot of them that offer a, a big percentage or any matching. Huh. Right? A lot of companies, if you work for, you know, go work for XYZ Corporation here in Denver, you're going to get, you know, maybe a 5 10% contribution or mm-hmm. match, I should say, mm-hmm. which is huge. Yeah. Because the one thing I will say about a 401k, you kind of hit the nail on the head, is that is that is truly, the, my opinion, one of the biggest benefits. It is. It's free money. Right. It is free money. It is absolutely one of the best benefits of a 401k. Correct. So my point I want to make is that if you are lucky enough to be a traveler and you have found a company that does matching and you like that company for other reasons and they're doing a 1%, 2%, well, 3%. Well, do of course. I mean, if I can save well, 19 five a year and they're matching me at three percent well they could be let's say they are at three okay, that's yeah. how much more money am i getting 600 bucks that's that i want i'll take that free yeah 600 <laughs> yeah. Who, who doesn't want it? if you get a 600 check in the mail i know it doesn't sound like a lot of money no, but it bumps that 19.5 figure up to over twenty thousand. right 600 bucks if you get a 600 check free in the mail yeah are you gonna take it Right. So here's what I'm saying. You don't have to con- contribute. Well, that's actually not even right because that's based upon the contribution, not on the, in- on the income. Uh-huh. So we just did that whole thing wrong. Okay, we'll do it right. Well, it depends on I can't. So uh-huh. don't ask me to do math on something that you, know, you haven't talked about first because it's not, it's not, I just did it wrong now for the whole audience. Because it's not based upon the contribution. It's based upon your income. Right, right. So right. it's a contribution oh, yeah, yeah, of your yeah, income. Right, so right, right, what I would right. say was that. Like maybe if you were making, if you made 60 grand. Well, here, can I just take over a little bit? <laughs> You, you are you are it. definitely you're not allowed to fast this long or have coffee <laughs> when you do fast for 20 hours. So here's the thing though, if it's if you make a hundred grand a year, right, and a company is contributing three percent, that's three thousand dollars contribution. That's where I was trying to get. I know it yes. was. Okay. So you should at least contribute one percent. Yeah. Because now you've just doubled it. It's right. a, you know you're doubling the amount of money, so it's actually a doubling effect. If you yes. only contribute that amount. Now, if you contribute nineteen thousand, mm-hmm. they're still only going to contribute three thousand, right? Which is a lot different than six hundred and five hundred dollars yes, just made. <laughs> God. Well, that's where I was trying. I to know, and you got me all thrown <laughs> off, and it's like now I just told everybody something really all happy about. They're going, he's an idiot. <laughs> Wait, what? The other half went, he caught he's it. He's actually very good at numbers, and I can't even spell. <laughs> well, but that's not that's the main difference. So it is a bigger difference than what I just said. Yeah. So if you have if you did a nineteen thousand dollar contribution, let's say, and that happened to be yours, doesn't matter. But it's based on your income. And you made a hundred grand, and the right. company might contribute as much as three thousand dollars, which is a significant amount, right? right? That's free money. So the point I'm making on this, if I can go back to what I was going to say, was that it's no, no, I don't mean like that. <laughs> I'm saying because I, I got distracted was that you should at least be contributing. I don't care if you're a traveler or not to mm-hmm. the full amount that someone is willing to match, right? Yeah. Because you're it, it is free money. It is. And if it's only going to be 3% and you don't believe in 401ks or you, you have other alternatives or you can't feel like you can't afford to put a 401k in or some other reason I'm going to talk about here in a minute, mm-hmm. my advice, oh, ooh, ooh, I just gave advice. No advice. My opinion is that you should at least do that because yeah. you will, it's, it is free money. It is. So if nothing else, look and see what the content is. So does that make sense? It took yes. us a while to get there, but it I think does. it does make sense. And so now I would change my opinion to if a 401k is important to you and it is going to be one of the reasons why you pick a company, mm-hmm. you also need to ask if they match. Right. But there, I mean, again, there are some people that if they don't match, and I think but most companies... I agree. No I, no, I think most companies don't match in the travel world because, about that. because it is where you 
are only there for 13 weeks. So sure. it doesn't make a lot of sense. It used to be back in the 90s. You don't think they would use matching, though, to keep you there? People, no, because you can switch nowadays. That's what I was about to say. Oh, okay. You are amped up today. <laughs> because you can, you can switch so easily. But it used to be back in the 90s that oh. it was a pretty good retention tool. That and insurance. And it doesn't really, because of the ease of moving a portfolio over from one portfolio to the other, it's not as as effective as a retention tool, a reason that's to stay with a company. It's just, yeah, things have gotten easier, yeah. right? So that's the bottom line. Now, let's jump into vestiture. Now, what is vestiture? Vestiture is when that matching actually becomes... Like you're owning the comp- part owner. You're becoming well, the owner. Well, somebody can... Let me explain it. Somebody can say, I'm going to give 3% mm-hmm. matching, but we have a two-year vestiture period, which means you have to contribute for two years until they that matching kicks in, right? which means for travelers, it's a moot point. It's a great way for companies to incentivize their internal employees and keep the recruiters on board and the credentialing people and the vice presidents on board mm-hmm. and give them a nice tax-free shelter that they can contribute to add to their income also, you know, and, and that's a great, that is a great retention tool internally. Mm-hmm. But because it makes a traveler have to stay on board for that length of time, mm-hmm. it's a way to actually weed out the necessity, well, I can't talk, the necessity of having to <laughs> contribute or match to a traveler's fund. Right. In other words, we got a 401k, because by the way, it has to be for all employees. It's all or nothing. But we have a three-year vestiture period, which means a traveler should be on board three years have to kick in, but I'm counting on a returnal person to be on there for three years. Right. So it's the best of both worlds. We're going to get what we want, which is to incentivize an internal person to stay on board, but we realize that a traveler's not going to stay on board because of a 3% matching of a contribution. And by the way, if they do, think about this. If a traveler does stay on board, in our example earlier, $3,000 a year for someone that's worked for you for, let's just say, three years, right? That's 12 assignments. God. We already know the amount of revenue that companies are making. They're making five to nine, ten grand on a traveler per assignment. Mm-hmm. You heard that, right? Five <laughs> on the low end. Seven to, to $8,000, $9,000 revenue profit per traveler per assignment these mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. That's how much, so multiplied by four, that's how much money you're generating your company's top line profit before all their operating expenses. Yep. So 30,000, 30, right. potentially 28,000 to 30,000. I mean, that's a lot of money that you are generating that company yep. that you're not getting and they are. Yeah. You'd think they could at least give you matching and not make you wait three years. Something. But that's what vestiture is. Um, it is. It is a way to kind of say, we're going to do this, but we're not going to do it yet. So stay right. with us or whatever. But it really is more for an internal tool. Sure. And that's why I think a lot of travel companies don't do it. Um, <laughs> so it is what it is. I'm curious. Okay. So I talked to a guy after he did the podcast audio version of this. Yeah. I was trying not to say the word. It drives you nuts. Well, I don't say it as much as you do. So. <laughs> and he, he pointed out a lot of reasons why he believed. Well, and he is a financial, he's a financial say, advisor. And isn't his wife a traveler as well? She's a nurse. Actually, I thought maybe she travels. No, nope, they want to travel with me okay. at some point. But his point was, and I want to make sure I get this right. I'm just regurgitating here, so I might need to make sure I speak properly. That he believes a four. Don't interrupt me. Kind of. <laughs> a four hundred one k is not necessarily the best thing to do at all. As your as your no. Here's but here's his reasons why. Okay. Because during the earlier parts of your life, mm-hmm. you're making less money. You have tax shelters already in place, which include taxes on your home, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. for owning a house. It's one of the reasons why people say, go buy a house when you're young, because if you can afford it, buy a house, because it's to get tax breaks from it. So there are a lot of tax deferments that you get, which means you, you don't necessarily need to be putting money away because you do get taxed on this when it mm-hmm. comes out. You do, yeah. So you're just holding on. So we, I mean, I've talked about earlier on, how, hey, it's all going there. Hey, tax-free. We already know. And what? Nothing is free. Nothing is free. Right? So you're going to pay tax on this when, you're, when you pull it out. Let's say you're mm-hmm. 67 years old or 70 years old and you decide to pull out your 401k. You get taxed on that. Yeah, you so no longer, longer, you own your home already, typically. Right. You don't have, your kids are grown, so you don't have that write-off. Right. So you now are actually, that tax you're paying costs you more per your revenue, because you're probably living on investments now. You don't have income. You don't have right. a job. Right. You don't have, you don't have the, the, the mortgage payments. Right. And it makes sense, right? So I'm just so trying just, to... Be, let me make sure I got my brain wrapped around this, because I'm a little bit more normal than you are. Um, so what that advice leads me to believe is that maybe don't spend your entire working life dumping money into a 401k because when you go to cash out on that 401k, you'll pay way more taxes than you would have had you started maybe midlife. Not more taxes. It's just in a period of time when you don't have other tax breaks. So it actually caught those taxes are more, are are more valuable. They are, they, they cost more. I got to use the fingers on the video. They cost you more because because you have you don't again you don't have the other tax write offs. So you're paying you're paying more for those that that money that you had Mm -hmm. you pulled out. So let's say you got a hundred grand, you pulled it all out. Mm -hmm. It's your only source of income except for investments. So there's a his point was, and I think it's it made sense to me. So now I'm fighting your battle, but I wanted to wait to fight it. That a 401k plan may not for some people make Mm -hmm. sense. I like the fact, like I was arguing pretty heavily before, that it does force you to put money aside. If you're one yeah, of those people, I, I think there's advantage. And I, and I made that argument to my friend. Mm-hmm. I said, and he goes, you know, I can't argue with that. If you yeah. can't invest any other way and you and you won't miss it, it doesn't. I mean, so getting taxed on more on the dollars is still a good thing because you still got to put it away, right? Sure. And if you can afford it, am I saying that right? I, I is, that, so. is that making sense to people that uh-huh. it's not a bad thing? He's just comparing because he's very cerebral, very financially, you know, so he's comparing saying if you're that wise, it actually might cost you more uh-huh. at that point. Right. But it doesn't take away the fact that it still is a great way to put money in. Yeah. He agreed with me when I said, yeah, but shouldn't you contribute at least what the the matching is? And he said, yes, because that is in his terms where it's free money. Right. And it is. Right. So agreed with me on that. So there's, I mean, again, this is not an episode where it's just cut and dry. No. Jump on a 401k plan, go with a company that has Nothing one. Is. <laughs> no, I hope not, right? Yeah. It's a discussion piece. Right. And I hope that what this episode is kind of doing is making people go, you know, I probably need to go touch somebody that actually is a financial <laughs> advisor and knows. I, that's what I'm hoping, right? But yeah. you, listen, the whole point of this is that you guys are listening and watching us knuckleheads on this thing <laughs> yeah. to hopefully make and keep more money in your You're pocket. So if you have more money, wait, if you have more money, I hope that you can invest it some way. And I want you to start to think about what you can do with these extra dollars that hopefully you're learning and how to keep from travel insiders. Yeah, I do think, um, I think, I think we've said this before. I do think it's, I mean, especially, I think it's smart to have somebody do your taxes that's not Absolutely. one of those no, CPA. places. CPA, I think you should, spend yes, the money. Should and, and a, even a financial advisor is not opinion. A bad thing to have. That's opinion again. It is an opinion, but, but it's a big opinion. But you're making a lot of money, and you are in a weird tax realm. 
Absolutely. And I, and I think it's just a good way to protect yourself. And I think a financial well, advisor is a, one of those. Let's things. take a sidestep for a second then. And let's let's say those two things all over again. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I've said for 21 years yeah. to people, if you travel, go find a CPA in your hometown that mm-hmm. understands what you do and explain to him or her what you do. Do not ever, in my opinion, please, everyone, <laughs> go to... You know, a, a place in a strip mall that has, you know, the pop-up shop and they're going to do taxes, you know, during that month or so. You are crazy. Yeah. I've actually had phone calls from those people to me asking, asking questions. And, yeah, and I'm going, why are you calling? Wow. You want to say, wait, can I talk to that traveler real quick? Yeah. You want to go, can you please can you, leave? I have. I've said, pack up your stuff and leave there right and now. And you sent them to your tax guy, too. I have given people my local tax guy mm-hmm. that was able to do some stuff for people. Yeah, I yeah. have. Because I just, I want to, and he would. Yeah. But you should get yourself a CPA. To under, and then you should make sure that they really get what you do. Absolutely. Point number two is, I also believe you should look at the money you're making and say, what do I do with this? Right. Again, we're going to have a whole episode on this, but when it comes to this, get an opinion from your yeah, CPA, sure from your really financial advisor. Option for you. I think that he or she's going to tell you yeah. whether or not this is, is a good fit for you based upon everything that they know about you, your income, and your personality, you're to do, your goals. And, and all I think of that. that's really all the point I was trying to make when you were talking about picking a company. You know, maybe I just think, I think if you like it, and, and, and yeah. if all that advice was to do this, right. then I do think you should. I Listen. I think if this is important to you, I think you should eliminate companies that don't offer 401k. I'm sorry, I just do. Yeah. Right? But if it if it's not, then it's not going to matter. But I, I'll sorry. tell you, the last thing I want to say is I know people who are my age yeah. who have spent their entire lives in the corporate world, yeah. a number of them come to mind, mm-hmm. and they are thrilled that they did a 401k back when they were 20 years old. Well, yeah, but I also thrilled. have friends who got killed in 2008. Could be. That's possible. I mean, but there's, out. But there's, but they shouldn't have with a 401k because of the, well, it might have been an aggressive thing. But I'm telling you, I've got people that swear by it. Yeah. No, that, that say, if it, it wouldn't have been for this, I, I now have a much better retirement. So right. I mean, that's my only point I'm making sure. is that it, it isn't cut and dry. No. This episode certainly isn't cut and dry. We went literally sw- switched seats halfway through it, because I, and I did that on purpose because I wanted people to see some things that what was important to you early on, you're not, you weren't wrong. I said that. You weren't no. wrong about anything you said. No. I just wanted people to, to start to talk about yep. 401ks. Yep. Now, you'll notice that it's not as prevalent as I think what it was even five, six, seven, definitely for me 10 years ago, not seeing discussions about 401ks or it's not part of the thing. So that tells you that you may be in the right realm or that me saying it may not be important to you. It may be because companies don't match, who knows what. Mm -hmm. But it is part of the travel game, right? So that's why we added this to a series. I want you guys to start thinking about it and and look at, yeah, look at what makes sense to you. And, And if this makes sense, then jump on it, mm-hmm. but start thinking about 401ks. And I, I hope that we were helpful on explaining what they are and got you thinking about whether or not this makes, holy crap, you guys, she's on fire today. She can barely sit still. <laughs> well, I don't, it's just, it's ketones. I mean, it's like they're, they just fire in your brain. It's crazy. And my brain is just going a million miles an hour. Like I just thought of all these other things I want to say, but it, we don't need to. Cause I think we did a good job. Yeah, she's on fire. See you that? Try fasting, y'all. Wow. <laughs> she's like a ferret on a double espresso over there. <laughs> That's usually you. I, I am like a ferret on double espresso because my brain goes, but man, you are taking the cake today. So, guys, we hope it was helpful. 
I hope this got you talking, and yeah. um, we will see you guys next time yeah. on Travel Insiders. See you guys. Thanks.